Matchup Mashup, where we provide you with a weekly dive into two relevant contenders in the Hearthstone meta. I'm your host, Private Merc, and I'm joined by Wee Wee Man. How you doing, Wee Wee Man? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Nice. So, so how was your week, Wee Wee Man? It's pretty good. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a eventful week, uh, to say the least. It was. It's just been kind of busy uh i've been grinding this website because i'm really excited for it it's going to be awesome when it when it is able to be released to the public um so so yeah i've been putting a lot of time into that and just working um playing hearthstone playing some other video games with the boys and then i saw uh i saw saul (laughs) i saw saul 10 uh, in the theaters on Sunday. Yeah, well, I won't spoil it. Um, <laughs> but it was it was it was all right. It was it was all right. Um, I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, it was like it was, it was, I don't know. Like I don't know if I'm just like. Did it disturb n- you? Yeah, it was pretty disturbing. Oh, okay. it was, I, there, I, it, <laughs> it, it, there was definitely parts that I like looked away because it was. No, it was you can't pretty, do it. it. Was pretty gross. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen but, uh, Saul. Well, I've seen all nine of them except the new one, and some of the Sauls are just so bad. Like they're, but a lot of them are good. Just but like poorly made. Yeah, just like a bad film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I feel like this one wasn't a bad film. Like it had a pretty interesting story. So, so I was I was intrigued, and I I only saw like one of the Sauls back when I was like very young, so I had no idea like really like what the lore of saul was but i still thought it was really cool <laughs> the saul lore yeah um but yeah that's been my week uh just a lot of work uh a lot all work no play is making jess a doll boy right now you're a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> so uh but how, how about you how's, how's your week been um my week was okay same old i mean i was I was, like, kind of sick for work, or kind of sick kind of sick the past, like, few days. I'm feeling better now. I just had, like, a really bad headache, and it was terrible, but I'm better now. Me nice. and Hannah have been playing, like, uh, Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation. There's, like, the Insane trilogy, and it has, like, the original, the second one, and the third one, but they're all, like, remastered. So it's the same game, but it's, like, yeah, remastered, because it's not remade. It's, like, still the same game, but, like, all the graphics and stuff are updated. It's really fun. It's honestly, like, really hard. Like, it's not, like... It's, like, you play, like, Super Mario 3D World, Wii Wii Man. It's, like, 3D, like, platforming. Okay. So it's I'm not, really like, bad at those games. Around. Yeah, it is, like, difficult. I'm wearing, like, the fourth world, and there's five, and the levels are just getting ridiculous. It's, like, okay. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> like, it's really fun. But uh, Hannah is a rage gamer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll have to check that out for Megan and I, because, yeah, we haven't really been playing video games. We play, like, Lorcana a lot. I think it's free with the PS really? Plus. Like, nice. I don't think you have to pay for it. Yes. They're raising the PS Plus price, I think, I saw next that. Year. I saw that. I guess, like, it checks out. Like, their argument is, like, 
uh, in order to provide you with these cracked games for free every month, we have yeah. to raise the price. And at first, you're like, oh, but wait, they're a big company, they have lots of money, but also, like, they do just give you, like, a lot of really high-quality games. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I think, like, it's, it's already, like, a huge... I, I think it's uh what value I, I don't know it's already yeah, value. it's a huge value fat yeah value. yeah it's it's fat value but like even if they raise the price i think it's still pretty fat value yeah no i agree the games for october there's this game called the Callisto protocol it literally came out this year and it's like a horror game it came and it like got really good reviews and it, it like came out in like february or march or something and it's coming out for the october ps plus and i was like what i heard this is like one of the best horror games that came out this year like they're like the games they give you such fat value <laughs> yeah for sure mm. i mean other than that just playing hearthstone and uh come to the conclusion that tony druid is stupid and that's the <laughs> deck i'll be talking about today because it's dumb <laughs> okay yes with that, we can move on into the news. Yes, lots of news. Yeah, so what happened in patch 27.4.2, Wee Wee Man? Um, a bunch of nerfs happened. Uh, so... And also buffs. Yeah, so, um... Do we want to run through, like, all the ones that I noted down here, all the standard changes? Yeah, we can start. So the first one here, we can start with... Uh, movement of pride which is generated by symphony of sins it used to be draw your highest cost minion reduce its cost by six and now it's just draw a minion reduce its cost like six by six so Huge it kind of just nerf it just takes away from like the snowball potential like yeah. you're gonna you're not gonna draw sargeras unless you really thin your deck like you run tour guys and stuff it's just not really possible to consistently get sargeras without changing that deck so right uh, which I find weird, uh, which, I mean, I, I know it's probably going to change, but, like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, and, and, and like, uh, they mentioned on the Vicious Syndicate podcast how, like, the the Druid, the Miracle Druid or, or Tony Druid deck just got, like, really popular, like, so soon after the balance Like, changes. right after the nerf, like, they couldn't have yeah. done anything about it. It was born, and they were like, we got yeah. rid of Gadgetsan, who is breaking Druid, and Druid was like, no, I am broken. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's like okay, so they can still freaking make a jailer board on turn six, or turn five. Like I don't even know some ridiculous turn, but then uh, here Warlock is losing its ability to get. I saw uh, Sargeras on like five or on six, which is. I saw a, po- a post on Twitter, and it was like, "You want to know something sad, boys? Like the one thing that might have been able to save us from jailer from Tony uh, Jailer is <laughs> six cost Sargeras, but he was taken away from us." <laughs> yeah, literally, he he was like kind of a good counter for that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that hit. But Warlock, like Warlock's still good. Like that hurts Warlock, but Warlock it does not make Warlock a bad deck for sure um yeah and then so we also have copper tail snoop going from a four three to a three two. Oh wait can i correct myself yeah control warlock at top 1k legend since the patch has a 43 percent win rate so i think Ooh. that does that does make <laughs> warlock bad <laughs> yeah no when i saw that i was like okay that's like that's like taking away the thing that was kind of making Warlock really good, I feel like. like I just thought still... it had a good enough control game that it would like be fine if it played Sargeras on 9. It's probably also just horrible against 
like oh. any, I don't against Druid, like everything though. Druid no. and and Warrior, I feel I feel like Warrior's gotta gotta be. I mean, I don't want to talk out of my ass. I think here. it might beat Warrior. No, it beats the... Warrior if it. Oh, it beats Warrior if it got the taunts out early. So mm. I don't know, uh, but like that's hard now because you can't. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, but we've talked about that card forever. All right, all right. Movement of Pride, Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sad, sad for Warlock players. Um, but yeah, and then we have Coppertail Snoop. Uh, like I said, he's going from a 4-3 to a 3-2, um, which Private Merc was talking about this over the week when this uh, was announced, because uh, you actually played a lot of Mech Rogue, so you and you were saying that you think this is going to like be like, I didn't think a it was going like, to make Mech Rogue bad, but I thought it was going to make Coppertail Snoop, like, wait, Coppertail Snoop was like the best card generally to have in your mulligan. And, like, I was like, this makes Coppertail Snoop so much worse. And with each of these nerfs, I've actually been going to, like, HS Replay and looking up the stats. And Coppertail Snoop went from being the best card in the mulligan to a 45.9, the third worst card in the deck to having your mulligan. Wow. So definitely. But, but, it is still a good enough mech to run in Mech Rogue. So they kept the card, like, just barely good enough. And, um... Yeah, like, from but, someone who doesn't play Mech Rogue, I thought it looked good because i think the, the effect it has of giving you a coin when it attacks is just like good enough because like just like the stats and a mech the stats and mech rogue matter so much you can't do anything if you don't have a mech on the board so that extra damage you pair it with wind fury that's like two extra damage that you're losing like you're just missing yeah. out on so much you're missing out on plus like when yeah it's just like there's a lot of times you play this and the extra damage would have like made a difference and it's easier to kill which is like double whammy bam bam you yeah snoop we took your nut right all right uh, um next up we got spite lash siren going from a four mana two five to a five mana two six and hs replay give me the news let's see what do you think how do you what do you think i think that probably kills naga mage i think that naga mage died the last time they made this change yeah, I don't I don't think like there's just better strategies right now on the meta. So I just feel like there's no reason to play such a like like this, this like nerfing Spylash to 5, like I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's just down, bad. The whole deck's down to a 39% win rate. So. Yeah, yeah. Like they it killed it. last time it was 4 mana it was good and they nerfed it to 5 and the deck didn't work anymore. And then they did this and the deck was good again and now like, it's kind of funny how they keep changing it back and forth because, like, people are like, give us Siren back, give us Siren back. And then yeah. they're like, oh, and then they finally give it back, and then people are like, take Siren away, take Siren away. And it's like, I wonder if before this standard year is over, people are going to be like, God, why can't they give us Siren back? Like, will <laughs> it come full circle before this leaves next March? Like, I don't, I don't next April? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean... I thought it was a fun deck, so like I'm I'm kind of sad about it, but also it's like I, I feel like it's also been around for like a while, so it's it's also fine that it's like kind of dead. Like it's time for some other things to shine. And there's if you want to play a million cards, like there's decks for that still. So that's yes. that's good. Um, and then we have Star Strong Bow going from a six attack to a five attack weapon now, uh, keeping its original durability. Um, it's two less damage, so it kind of hurts a lot. But I mean, yeah. you're still gonna play it in your secret rogue deck, like. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think like uh, it just kind of tamed it a little bit. It's not really that big of a deal though. Yeah, it's kind of like middle of the road now. I don't know. It's got a really low drawn win rate. It's like second worst, but it has like 
it's like a guy in the middle of the road played win rate. Like, it's one of the better cards if you play it. But also, if you can play it, that means you've played a bunch of secrets. And, you're, like, you're, you're probably playing it cheap. So, like, I feel like you're probably winning those games anyway. But I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why. So, yeah. I, I can't like, speak much on it because I, I, I have never touched that deck. I don't think I've played a single Hunter deck. I played for, so much on her while. when the set first came out, and I just kept playing four ones. And you were like, "This." And do you remember? You were like, "This is horrible." Yeah, I forget what like, deck I was playing. Whatever I was playing, it could not deal it with. It was rogue. One -one. I think it was rogue, and you would like dagger up and take four damage. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. And then I started playing warrior and then like i'd laugh at those guys they play their four ones and they oh, it die was druid, actually you were druid i don't know what druid deck but you were definitely druid uh. hmm. so yeah bow's worse still playable craftsman's hammer Nah, you yes. can speak to this one mr control warrior yes i'll actually talk about the next two because they're related to the deck i've been playing this week um, so yeah, Craftsman Hammer is only gaining you three armor now instead of four. And, uh, this is just yet again, I feel like another like nerf that's just kind of like taming it a little bit. Like it's not, it's not a huge deal. Like I, th I think the card still has a place in the deck. Cause I mean, post Odin, you're still gaining three attack when you swing you're still you know, looking at an 18 damage weapon post Odin. It's not that deep that heals you for nine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what, like you're gonna play heavy plates and just kill them. But like, no, no, it's, even no, before, yeah, it's like no, like this weapon is a six attack weapon. It's an eight or it's an 18 attack weapon. Oh so yeah, 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 yeah. Not, I guess for the full value, weapon like that heals yeah. you for nine. Like you definitely still run it. No, yeah, I see what you're saying. No, it, yeah, it's still strong. Like it's like I, I don't think that nerf really is going to hurt uh the card or the deck that much it'll still be run it looks um, like it's still top four drawn win rate top four played win rate and then it's uh oh kind of low for a mulligan win rate but like the fact that it's still one of the best cards in the game if you draw or play it like it doesn't matter if it's good in the mulligan or not like it's still a good card yeah 100 percent um and then sanitize is going uh to five mana instead of four and uh i think this is a fair nerf or yeah, fair nerf because, um, I I still am using sanitize to stay alive. Like it's still it's like not, it's not. I I just feel like it hasn't really affected me. Like the 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 deck itself has tools to deal with boards that happen before you need sanitize. I guess like you have bellowing flames still, which is three mana, and then you have, um, blade storm, and. Um, you even have, I have Bash in my deck. I don't know if everyone runs that, but, like, that's another card that, um, can just, like, single target, you know, if they have a three health thing, it's only two mana. So, I mean, like, the deck still has tons of tools to deal with stuff, and it's, like, now that, like, people are talking about running Brawls, uh, specifically for the Druid matchup, and, like, it's just, like, they're, like, Warrior just has the tools. It even it has uh, Trial by Fire now, which was buffed earlier, down to six they mana. They chose not to nerf that, even though it's technically, like, like Trial by Fire is a better board clear than, like, Sanit statistically. Like, statistically, even before Sanitize got nerfed, like, Trial by Fire was by far the better card. But they chose to nerf Trial by Fire because... Or, sorry, they chose to nerf Sanitize, which is nice because Sanitize, while it did just come out in the mini set, it only... Nerfing Sanitize only hurts 
control warrior, but nerfing Drow by Fire hurts like any fire and rage warrior as well. So they're like, we're gonna hit this one. Yeah, no, that's that's actually a, a good idea on them, and like, it's it's a powerful card if like even if you don't infuse it, like at some point, like if you're in later in the game, and they don't have like an immune board or something, and they try to you know go tall like. It's you can just gain a bunch of armor and sanitize, yeah, um, super easy in the deck. So so yeah, I don't think that affects it very much. Um, I think we're is all, all, you all good over sanitize here. Sanitize and hammer. Yeah. So next is contaminated lasher, which I played in my deck this week. Contaminated lasher. Okay. I still run it because it's still an enervate. Because old one was two mana refresh four. New one is three mana refresh four. So the old one was technically two innervates on a stick, and that stick was a 3-2. And now the new one is one innervate on a stick, and it's a 3-3 three, three stick. Now, one innervate is probably still good enough to running your deck, but like people have tried running new, new cards in place of that, because like potentially other cards could be better. But like, innervate, when is innervate? generally the best card at what point of the game we we man like a single one uh it's like god i mean i i don't know i don't play enough druid i mean i would guess like later in the game when you're trying to like like make a fat board that's fair i would say innervate's really good really early in the game so you can like innervate and innervate into like ramp like nourish and stuff mm, yeah that checks out so if innervate is if a single inner like the other lasher enabled crazy combos because it was two innervates it would refresh you for two like this one is just one innervate which is still probably good enough we still run innervate but like innervate is best when you can play it early in the game and you can't play lasher early in the game with innervate you can like get it out and get your nourish on like turn four you can't do that with lasher so maybe other stuff like i've seen like nature studies being run or harmonic mood being run but i still think I mean, Lasher's still a good card. It's still a 3-3 three, three innervate, but it's no, it's like noticeably worse at 3 mana. Like, at 2 mana, it was cracked. At 3 mana, it's like, okay. Yeah. And then they took a gun to Gadget Sand Auctioneer's head, and they pulled the trigger, and he's dead now. They killed him. They said, <laughs> they said we removed him from this reality. <laughs> it's, no, it's no longer in standard. And then in Wild, they made him a 7 mana 4-4. Four, four. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't play enough wild, but, like, if 6-mana Gadget Sand worked, I don't see why 7-mana Gadget Sand wouldn't work. Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. play enough wild, so I could just be so wrong about what types of decks they're playing, but... Um, very down with the shit. Some, oh, yeah. Very briefly, we had some... The twist buffs, as, or the nerfs as well. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, first up, we got... Chamber of Biscuitus, the Warlock location, went from a 2-mana 3 durability to a 3-mana 2 durability. Good. Like, this card was broken. Literally add a mana, give it a durability, make it lose a durability, and it's still probably really, it's still probably good. Um, I guess you, can, you can't, like, do the 1-cost imp into that one, too, anymore, though. So it's probably, like, a lot worse. But it's still pretty, I mean, I still can't see it being bad. Next up, Dark Bargain. They're just, like, it's a bunch of Disco Warlock cards. Went from 3-mana to 4-mana. Tiny Knight of Evil went from whenever you discard a card, give it plus two, plus two, to whenever you discard a card, give it plus two, plus one. I think that's what it was originally, and then they buffed it for some reason. And then, yeah, like, why'd you buff that? Um, 
Blast from the past went from three mana to four mana. I don't play enough Twist to really know what deck that's supporting. I didn't think Warrior was that crazy. It must be like Nazoth Control Warrior. And the same thing for this Ivory Rook went from a four mana four, four or for, from a four four to a four three. That Jade Telegram card that was literally just what's the one cost black spell in Magic? Wee wee man. One cost duress. Black spell. Yeah, duress. Jade Telegram is duress. But it also, or no, but it puts it back in their deck. But it also makes you a Jade Golem, so they definitely, I mean, I heard this card was really unpleasant to play against. The Scarab uh, Lord, the gong that he summons is now a 0-1 instead of a 0-2 gong. Blade of Cthune, the Cthune Rogue card went from 6 mana to 7 mana. I think this used to be 9 mana, or maybe 8, and they buffed it, and now they're pushing it back a little bit. Uh, Trial of the Jormongars, the Hunter card, went from 6 mana to 5 mana. Spirit of the Frog, from 5 mana to 6 mana, sorry. Spirit of the Frog went from 3 mana to 5 mana. Firemancer Flurgle went from 2 mana to 4 mana. Scargill went from 4 mana to 5 mana. A lot of Murloc, I guess there must be like a lot of Murloc Shaman going on. Shadow yeah. Essence for Big Priest went from 6 mana to 7 mana. And then they hit... Uh, secret mage as well it made that cabal lackey one mana two one battle cry the next secret you play this turn costs one now instead of zero they banned mech warper and wild i guess too much mech stuff was happening and they banned tony and wild but he's still legal and standard okay <laughs> and then now what were our buffs so we have down with the ship um and what did they do here oh they so they changed the runes on down with the ship so now it's just one unholy rune Instead they did a of lot of else, one unholy. yeah like they they um i guess it's not a lot but they so the next one is tomb trader which they also did the same thing the uh tomb trader and down with the ship used to be frost and unholy and now they're just one unholy rune so um they've buffed down with the ship twice now like chill bro like it's yeah <laughs> And um, made, it used to just be deal three damage and it had to kill a minion and they've literally made it deal three damage to anything and get your stuff and now it's only one green like calm yeah down. yeah they're really trying to get plagues to be good um but like uh like zacko mentioned uh when i listened to the podcast today uh he was mentioning how it looks like unholy just is better without plagues so than both the, yeah because there's the triple unholy and there's the trip double unholy blood and both of them just seem worse than triple unholy grave strength marigar but that's sad i want to shuffle stuff into my opponents deck. yeah yeah as toxic as it is like it would be nice for plagues to be a little better than they are uh just because it's a new thing and yeah, I feel like they haven't really had their time to shine yet. They're really um, But I'm sure it'll come. I guess, like, yeah. they always exist as, like, a ca they, I guess, like, plagues, the way I've kind of thought of them. Because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why are plagues just never going to be good? And it's because, like, plagues, in essence, like, they were good against Gadget Sand Druid. Because plagues are good when your opponent is required for, like, their game plan to draw through most of their deck. Like that, because like you're not gonna ever consistently like get a plague when you just need one quotation marks. Like when you need the you really need that two damage. Like you're going to get value off of them by like your opponent drawing through as much of their deck as possible. So your opponent's deck, if they're the type of deck that needs to draw through, 
like that's what makes plagues good so i think like the plagues almost were kind of made as like um kind of like a an answer to like hey if some ever toxic degenerate horrible combo deck ever becomes like born that where the opponent just draws through their entire deck like crazy and then like like something like boar priest or like poison rogue or something like that i don't know like uh we put plagues in there so like even though plague dk just sucks like if someone's doing that you can fight the good fight and play plague dk and like counter them yeah no i think that was smart on their behalf like they probably knew that some wacky stuff was gonna start happening with druid kind of i mean it still doesn't be made druid, plagues but... yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean druid's just a whole other beast um, and then we have Frost Queen Syndragosa going uh, from being, uh, used to be a blood and a frost rune, and now it's just one frost rune. It's interesting. Now you can probably, like, you can play some stuff and freeze some stuff now. Because, like, before, yeah. like, you couldn't, or, like, if this lives a turn, you can play Frost Worm's Fury and everything dies. Whereas before, you couldn't run those two cards in the same deck. Mm hmm. Um, next up we got Tears Tears. I saw Fino post a tweet of this where like Tears Tears literally won him the game off Prison of Yogg. He was like, Oh, this is the best buff ever. Like <laughs> <laughs> Um, he was not playing Paladin. So yeah, they just made it so it resurrects three different minions from your class. It used to say resurrect three different minion paladin paladin minions. So um I don't I mean I don't care. I don't care. Like I've randomly generated this before and it's done nothing and like now it'll do something. I honestly couldn't care either way. I don't really understand why they changed it, but like whatever. Yeah. Probably it just probably felt really bad to get a uh, 5 cost. Like if you generated a 5 cost, it just does nothing. I feel like for most you. stuff is discover though. I guess you are randomly generating it off like like you could get it. I I bet enough people were getting enough people were getting this and complaining about it in bronze when they played their five cost tentacle. That is why. This yeah. Happened. That is why this happened. <laughs> I... Probably. Nothing feels better than getting a symphony of sins on your, on your. Uh, what about a tears tears that does nothing? <laughs> oh, that, that might be better actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they buffed Tyrion and Jaraxxus to 8 mana. They made Tyrion an 8 mana 8-8, eight, eight, and honestly, he's, like, kind of done work for me off my Wind Fury Druid weapon. But, um, actually, he's bad to get off your Wind Fury Druid weapon because he breaks your weapon, but also, like, an 8-8 eight, eight Taunt Divine Shield, like, you get that against Warrior. Like, they, it's kind of hard for them to get through that because they're not going to have any armor, so. Yeah. As long as you got other stuff. And then Jaraxxus, I mean, I haven't really seen it. I, I, I played against one Warlock who was one running Jaraxxus, and I played Tony, and then I played... I literally, in a Tony Druid game, played Tony, and then I played their Jaraxxus, and then I played their Sargeras, and then I played their Dark Andrathir, and they left. And I already, <laughs> and I already had Jailer up, so all this stuff was just... was just invincible. It's horrible. Wow. So I still don't think Draxus is good, but if you're playing a deck that can take Draxus from them and is good, then I don't think Tyrion's good either. Like you're not gonna run either of these in a deck. They're just better now. Yeah. Like if they're generated off something, they're better now. Is the point I was trying to make when I brought up that weapon. Um, they buffed like five uh, twist cards. We can talk about those real quick. The Druid location went from two to one mana, and that one just makes your next choose one card this turn have both effects combined interesting that it's so much worse than like they had to buff this like 
when Embrace of Nature is doing such work in standard, like, Scenario and Hold, you can't do that with Nourish, and it makes Nourish cracked. I guess, like, this doesn't draw you a card. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on that? Um, no, I, I mean, I feel like that's, like, it, it needs to be one, probably, to yeah. even be, like, thought about with Embrace of Nature in there. Dragonfire Potion went from six to five mana, deal five to all minions except dragons. Okay, like... I don't know what's really going on in Twist. I guess, like, super aggressive decks, like a Pirate Rogue or something like that, like, that could be the difference. Like, the, the, like five damage would probably clear their whole board, so that yeah. could make the difference getting there a turn earlier. Bronze Dragon Knight. Old used to be Battlecry. If this has five or more attacks, summon a copy of this. Now this has Taunt, and it still does the same thing. And elemental destruction <laughs> used to overload for five you know the deal oh four God. to five to all minions overload five now it only overloads for two i'm kind of sad just because of how hilarious that card always was that kind of makes me a little sad that had that, that had to have been like garbage right i like it actually was like sometime it was like pretty fine and like there was a deck that ran this legendary called Hal halazeal it was a different time wee wee man you play this legendary that gave all your spells lifesteal, and then you'd play him with this and kill all of yours and their stuff, but you'd go back to 30, and then you couldn't do anything next turn, but there was no board. <laughs> wow. It's a different time. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alakir, the new shaman hero that came out in the mini set, or the new, the whole set, the, the, the twist set, the Caverns of Time. Is that what that's called? Caverns of Time mini set, I think. He went from 5 to 8 armor. Oh my gosh, so, so many changes. Yeah, so many. So, Wee Man, do you want to tell us about uh, the decks you've been playing outside of Control Warriors since I just set a bunch of twist cards and I need to breathe? Um, yeah, so uh, I'll give you like a few seconds because Control Warriors is all I played. <laughs> uh, pretty pretty much, like I think I messed around Paladin, with... Right? Yeah, I tried. I tried like your big paladin. I also tried your uh, your Tony Druid. So I like I I played those, I guess, but I never took them on ladder. Um, just because I mean, this week, like obviously you're you're playing Tony Druid and getting all that data for that deck, and I wanted to kind of just focus on Control Warrior, but um, uh, big paladin and Druid definitely seem like fun decks, but I can't really speak much to them since i only really played like a couple games with those so my deck for the week was tony druid and you'll hear about tony druid later i played some undead priest i didn't really play a lot of it but like i'm just every once in a while I'll just play a few games of undead priest because i just really like i'm on thule especially in an aggressive deck where you can like blip away taunts or you can make like your own taunt and protect him and like the fact that every time you do one of his abilities you randomly you discover a random you discover a legendary it's just like really fun because you can i like you can just get crazy crazy stuff like i got cage head in a game off amon thule and i played like uh make your undead you play this turn reborn and then played him and like hero powered him and then i had a k8 one cage head or a 5-1 cage head and a 9-9 charge taunt which i hit face with and they lost, but if they had cleared my board, I would have played High Cultist Basileth and made another 5-1 Cage Head and another 9-9 with Charge and Taunt. Like, it's just... Dang. It's like, you can just get crazy stuff. So I, I like playing that deck every now and then, because I'm on Thule's really fun. But I'm not enough of a horrible person to go play Control Priest, so... Um, 
I played some Unholy Plague DK. Wee Wee Man kind of just touched on this earlier. It just felt worse than Triple Green. Like, it's fun. Like, if you get Hell Yeah, it's just basically, like, I, I, I play it every few days. I'll play a few games because, like, it's kind of fun to go to the slot machines and see if you can get Hell Yeah on turn four against the Druid. Or, like, if you can get a Hell Yeah on four against, like, Druid or Warrior, like, you're gonna win that game, but... Yeah, like, we were talking about plagues earlier. Like, the combination of the plagues with, like, good Death Knight cards, like, ran like in Unholy Death Knight, you can get, like, Rancher into Swarm Guard, and like, stuff like that, but it, the deck just feels like it's torn in two directions, like, with a bunch of, like, board-based stuff, like, Rancher, Swarm Guard, Arms Dealer, like, uh, Skeletal Sidekick, Grave Strength, like, stuff that mm -hmm. really encourages you to have a board, but then, like, if you want to have a board, sometimes you'll just draw, uh you'll just draw down with the ship or you'll draw the four cost board clear or you'll draw the staff of the primus and like and then if you want plague stuff sometimes like you're really getting your plagues rolling like you need to draw them like oh if i i don't know like if i draw a plague this turn then next turn i can get out my chained guard unchained or my chained guardian for really really cheap and it's like now nah, you draw like a skeletal sidekick instead like that's how, i don't understand why like they they change those two plague cards to be one unholy rune and that I don't I don't understand why they're trying to make plagues like become an unholy thing when it just makes so much more sense being in like a red deck or even at like a frost deck like something just anything that's slower like like blood like decay it would make a lot of sense I feel like I feel but it like would also be terrible from like a flavor perspective like the unholy give plagues or like is the unholy yeah. like, gross, like plague like i that's what i would guess it's just like if they were do if they were going for that it should have been like mostly death rattle based or like you, like you play minions like more minion like, based yeah cuz it's like the the spells stuff. and the weapons like you said like instead they do give not... you a bloodfen raptor at 2 mana 3 2 <laughs> yeah <laughs> does nothing but gives plagues right i, I yeah. definitely agree it's just i it's just they could not put more than they could not allow you ever to run more than one blood rune with all of these because like if you were allowed to run more than one blood rune you could run blood boil and you could run corpse explosion and it's like you can't give them because like if you have corpse explosion and blood boil you have the ability to make the game go long enough they'll draw enough of their cards like that it would just not be fun for the yeah players. no yeah, that's so why, this... like, I, I say that, but I feel like if that was actually the case, I wouldn't be playing Hearthstone anymore. Because <laughs> I would not <laughs> be playing. would be your playing. favorite thing ever, Blood DK. But with plagues, Blood DK, but they're actually doing something to you every turn. But it's on your <laughs> turn. <laughs> yeah, let's just leave Blood DK, this, like, lifeless, like, husk husk deck. <laughs> yeah, literal it's just a... garbage deck so that, like, people just don't play it. Because, like, that, that, that archetype is just so, like, ugh. Everything about it is just terrible. Yes, and then I play some Big Paladin. Big Paladin is really fun, but, like, you gotta be in the mood to play some long games, because games with Big Paladin are gonna last a long time. The point of this deck is, like, you just throw away all your cards that aren't Kangol or Dancing King, because that's how you win games, Chief. And then you play Kangor. Or the Robot. Like, I keep the 4-mana Robot, the 4-3, um... I think it's called like alarm bot startled alarm bot or like 
alarm security bot. You can keep that guy. You can sometimes keep like service bell or starlight groove, but like you really just want Kangor because you can get Kangor out early. You get the life steal to help you survive against aggressive stuff, and you get the value to like make the control decks lose too. Um, the list I was playing runs Yogg. Like, don't run Yogg in your freaking big Paladin deck. Like, it literally does not run enough spells to, like, I'm 2, 4, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. This deck runs 13 total spells, which means if you play every spell in your deck, Yogg would cost 2. Like, Yogg was always, like, more than, like, he's, like, 10, and, like, when I had him in my hand, his big Paladin. And I guess the idea is, like, you could cheat him out. But, like, I'm cheating Yogg out on, like, turn 5, like... If my opponent has something, it's probably not that good, and, like, I don't want to clear their board, and guess what? I'm big paladin, so my hand's full. I don't want tentacles, so. Yeah. Yogg was just kind of, I think it was in the deck because, like, Yogg is new, but, like, I do not think, if big paladin is a thing, you should not be running your Yogg and your big paladin. Um, big paladin has fat late game potential, like, you, uh, late game bursts from hand, you can, you run horn and double, uh, feast or famine, and that can be a total of 18 damage with the horn, and generally, if you're big paladin, if you got to the point where you have horn, and you can double feast and famine, like, you probably have a minion on the board, because once you have a minion on the board with big paladin, you're probably always gonna have a minion. So that 18 burst with horn is probably closer to something like 21 or 22, something along those lines. So you you can, you really do have the burst to finish your opponent once they let something stick. Uh, I didn't really play against much uh, aggro. I played against like a rogue or something like like it's horrible. Like it, I don't know. Like aggro is not fun to play against with this deck. You do run like keeper strength but like i mean you have to have a board and like you have to i don't know keeper strength doesn't even work right like it's four mana you gotta have something on the board like consecration is what you got and you better hope that two damage kills the entire aggro dex board and big paladin bodies control warrior that's all all right um so i think that means it's trivia time yes all right i got some good ones for you this week all right, you can ask me first, Wee Wee Man, if you insist. All right, all right. I'm going to need you to give me all the names of all of the one-cost weapons in Standard right now. That's horrible. <laughs> hmm. You got this. Yeah, every class has a weapon, bro. Oh, my goodness. Um. There wasn't There wasn't that many. There was, like, there was like seven, I think. Seven? Let me look. You don't even look. have them listed? No, I just have a tab up. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Okay, there's six. There's okay, six. Okay, six. Calamity's Grass. Staff of the Primus. Mm. Hmm. Candle, candle Shot's not standard. Hmm. It is. It is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck? Why are people not playing Shock Spitter Hunter? <laughs> I don't understand. I thought that's why people weren't playing Shock Spitter Hunter. Um. All right, give me the classes. So. You've got. I've got staff. You've got one. Le yeah, you've got one left in Death Knight, one left in Priest, and one left in Warlock. Uh, Fellstring Harp, uh, Bone Breaker. Yep. 
got five out of six. Idols freaking adoration. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I'll give you five and a half since you weren't sure about candle shot that's You're fine even though i freaking said the card's name all right all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right you want me to name six things uh, you only gotta name four things buddy yes what name do i gotta name four old gods the four old gods yogg's an old god isn't he yeah what's yogg's full name yogg saran <laughs> yes sir yoggeth saran no just <laughs> um Shit, who are the other? Is Akalir or whatever his nah, name is? He an old that's guy? That's Alakir is an elemental. Alakir. Um, he just has like a crazy name. Um, shoot, Cthun? Is he Cthun, one of the old yeah, guys? Yeah, he is. Cthun is one. They're, they're, the big, they're the big tentacle and eyeball man. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, well, I think out of all the big tentacle eyeball guys, I think all I know is... Uh, Yogg and Cthun. Okay, I think there's one left you probably don't know, and there's one left that you definitely know. Hmm. Is Sargeras an old god? No, he's a titan. Oh yeah, those are titans. Duh. Um. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. Alright, the one you definitely there. probably don't know is Yasarj or Yasaraj or Yasaraj. I've heard the name, but yeah. And then the one you definitely do know is Nazoth. Nazoth, oh my god, okay. Alright, my turn. Alright, so here's a little riddle for you. <laughs> so, I played a, a Chitinous Plating, and my opponent didn't break my initial armor gain. This card in my hand is now a zero cost. God. The following turn. Eight mana, four six taunt common, fucking scarab dude looking dude. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he costs one less for all armor you have. Shoot, I just don't think I know his name. Crypt Keeper. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There is eleven, I think. How many classes are in Hearthstone? How many classes are in Hearthstone? Hmm. Yeah, uh, there's 11 uh, legendary song cards from Festival of Legends. Give me five of them. Said legendary song cards? Every single class got a legendary song in Festival of Legends. One of the legendaries was the name of their album and like had their album art on it. Give me five of the legendary songs from the Festival of Legends expansion. I mean, every class got two legendaries, and one of the legendaries is like a song with some art on it. Like, mm, so would that be like Symphony of Sins? Yes, that's the one of them. Song. Okay, so I got to give you all of the songs from every class. No, just five out of the eleven. Five out of the eleven. Okay, let and they're legendaries. Um. Um. God, I. <sighs> I can only think of Symphony of Sins. Give me a sec. Rack my brain. Um. Think of think of the game plays some music and does some stuff when you play one of these. 
for all of them. All of them, there's like an animation and some music that plays when you play one of these 11 cards. And they're not minions, they're spells. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think. Was the... Uh, were they all the ones that... Or no, that's, that, that wouldn't be it. Um, is like the Death Knight card cinematic necrotic explosion? Cinematic. Is that? <laughs> or climatic. Climatic. Yeah, climatic that necrotic one? explosion. That one is. That one is. Okay, okay. Because, yeah... It's got like dudes on it. Um Uh Ooh, the Druid one's Rhythm and Roots, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I got three. Three out of the five. Uh what have you got? You got climactic, rhythm and roots. Yeah. What other one did you get? Uh um Wait, I got climatic explosion and rhythm and roots and a Symphony of Sins. Yes, yeah, Uh is the mage one infinitize? Yes. Yes. Because it's the DJ theme. All right. Yeah. Ever, we'll there see goes. how many. We're going to. Once you get five, you've got the question right. But I want to see how many you got. Because you're at four right now. You just need one more to get the question right. And then. Then I can, like, see. I can help with classes. See if you can get them all. Yes. Um, The priest one. Would have to be Love Everlasting, right? Alright, so that's five. You've gotten all five. So you're missing the Demon Hunter one, the Hunter one, the Paladin one, the Rogue one, and the Shaman one, and the Warrior one. So, alright. Um, is Paladin Starlight Groove? Paladin is Starlight Groove for the disco theme. <laughs> okay, and then... Guessing Demon Hunters is going down swinging. Yes, for the emo theme. Uh, God, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, what's the Black Rock and Roll's Warrior? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I was like, how have you not gotten Black Rock and Roll? <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot right. think of what shamans would be. You're missing Hunter, Rogue, and Shaman. Hunter, Rogue, and Shaman. I have no clue what rogue is the rogue one has not seen play but we have talked about it before really mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know if i'll be able to get those ones uh you know the hunter one and the shaman one you, you i could understand if you don't know the rogue one mm, trying to think of legendary spells what might help oh, is you? Oh, jive, is Jive Insect? Yeah, it's Jive Insect. What might help you, it's still Hunter and Rogue. What is, like, if you remember the legendary from the set, normally the legendary song has, like, the musician on it. Okay. Like how Jive, like, Enza, Jive Enza is on Jive Insect, or, like, Symphony Ren, or, like, Black Rock. Like, they're all on their albums. But, uh, okay. So, wait, I'm thinking Hunter. See, yeah, Hunter. Hunter stuff. Is that, uh... I it's like it's like the one it's like an eight cost uh spell. What you you were you were starting to make a noise. You're on what, what, what's it called? <laughs> is it stranglehold heart or yeah close strangle stranglethorn heart strangle yeah close, close. Oh nice. Okay. And then the rogue one. I mean I get it if you don't know the rogue one. 
<laughs> what is it? Bounce around. Bounce the one around. that's return all friendly minions to your hand. They all cost one this turn. That's kind of crazy that that hasn't seen play. Actually, yeah. that sounds like it would be really good. Um. Uh, all right. Nice. So that was your second question, right? Yes. So, so I, you've gotten third. both the years right, and I've gotten. Or I think both. I went two and four on my first one. Oh, that's true. Okay, so I guess we both we both kind of because you had to give me the. I'd say we're both at like a half point one or a one half, and a half point. And a half, yeah, right. yeah. All right, so my final question to you is: What is the only one cost shaman beast in standard right now? Um, shock hopper. Um, I am almost 100% sure you're right, but I'm a dummy and didn't write it down, so I gotta look. Give me one moment while I verify your answer. <laughs> um, it is yes. Perfect. You yep. don't have to consult Hearthstone, you can consult. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, there's two nice. mage cards in standard with the word destroy on them. Give me one of them. Mage cards in standard with the word destroy on them. There is only two. Give me one. Are they like are they running decks or are they like weird cards? Mm. I have seen them both be running decks, but like they're not pop they're not common now. Mm. God, yeah, I can't even like picture any cards and one in... of them is like very uncommon the other one like you would kind of generate you would definitely oh wait wait wait, wait. You're, you're saying destroy like in the text in like the it text. destroys oh okay i was thinking of like like card names that said destroy oh no. um shoot i i don't even know if i can think of one that has text that says destroy uh Dang, yeah, that that's a really tough one. Um, God, yeah, I don't, I don't know what what is it. They're both conditional, if that helps at all. One of them says if if something something destroy it. The other says after something something destroy it. Okay, um, so it's probably like one of those like cheap. Like, I don't know, like, one of the... Isn't there, like, a thing that, like, when this takes damage, like, or... I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll be able to get it. I I cannot think of a single card that says destroy. <laughs> they're, they're both. They're hard. So the one of... Do you want to know? Or you want to... Yeah, 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 yeah. The three-cost epic from Festival Hollow Technician. He's a 3-4, and after any minion takes exactly one damage, destroy it. He was the harder one. And then the uh, other one you probably do know is one cost common spell snap freeze freeze a minion if it's frozen destroy it. Mm, yeah, I could have gotten that one. I uh, just yeah. Okay. So I win. <laughs> one. You got two and a half points. I only got one and a half. Gosh. Yes. Yes. I'm so good. Good, good job. Good job. You got the riddle. Yeah, I freaking I, I had to call back to Twist Season Zero when I was playing uh, uh, Quest Druid. I was like, "What is his name? I see him standing there <laughs> in the desert," and I'm like, oh, "Crypt Keeper." <laughs> yes. All right. Um. So okay. Yeah. I guess with that we can we can lead into uh, Control Warrior discussion. Yes. Let me let me tell you all about it. 
Control Warrior is kind of like your classic control deck. Um, and its win condition is mostly based around uh, playing Odin, which is um, the 8 cost dude that makes you gain uh, attack for all the armor you gain. Um, so I think Odin is probably one of the most fun cards like that has been printed like recently. It, it, just in my opinion, I think I think he's really fun to play, um, and he's really good. Is it because you like his and, intro, um, really, man? I do like his intro. <laughs> um, Can we hear it? Yeah, it's like um, God. No, no, I'm not doing it. I, I gotta stay focused. <laughs> if, I think of the, if I try to think of the voice line, it won't come to me. That is like that's just how my brain works. Use like me I, with if your I, tales of valor. Yes, yes. Or your your tales of victory. Yeah. Yeah, I love it because I mean, like he—he's just so busted um, that when he comes out, that voice line is very fitting. Because if you—if you safely played Odin, you probably won the game. Um, so, um, yeah, there's there's different ways you can play this deck. Uh, overall, you're just trying to get Odin out uh, as quick as possible, and one of the ways you can do that is through um, from the depths. Uh, you can get lucky and reduce him down to six which i've actually done in like a few games and it's it's been really big like if he's in the bottom of your deck and and you're able to reduce with from the depths and get him down to six and play a turn six odin you're in really good shape for the game have you ever um i've done this only once have you from the depths and on the bottom you see odin and the other from the depths if you take that from the depths and then you do that next turn yeah yeah that's that's crazy and then you could literally play like a turn for odin yeah that's insane um but yeah no that the, the from the depths card uh gives you a lot of potential to really speed up your game plan um but uh, he's also still good, just playing him on eight. Um, it really just comes down to like the druid matchup, uh, as far as like trying to get him out as quick as possible. Because most other decks, the the deck has enough uh, removal and it has enough armor gain that you should be pretty like you should be safe as long as you're able to clear their boards and gain armor through the game. But um, with a deck like Druid that just gets to 10 mana before you're even at 5 mana, you, like, absolutely need to be, like... And it's not going to happen. Like, it, you literally have to get lucky to hit your Odin with a From the Depths. Or, but, or just, like, like it's not going to work, but, like, applying... Doing as much pressure as you can, like, like coining out uh, uh, what the five cost rift so that on turn five you can play another five cost rift and like flooding your board like or like like yeah you know, like, I don't know if you run the steam guardian but like if you did run steam guardian like uh I don't reducing or redu or off from the depths reducing uh trial by fire so you can trial by fire on four like stuff like that yeah like, yeah I've also I've also like done you can that a lot, you can like and that's that alone is still not gonna win you the game against the druid but it can like really really help yeah. And I didn't really get a chance to play many druids, but since we're on the topic, like I will mention like one game um, against Nick I played, or against I, I gotta say Private Merc. I'm sorry, um, against Nick? Private Merc. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who Nick is, um, but we were playing, and I thought I had lost this game. It was it was Control Warrior, and he was playing Tony Druid, and my Yog popped off like crazy. 
Um, one of my tendrils casted, was it like a whirlpool, I think? And pretty much just uh, cleared everything he had, which it was, it was a pretty thick immune board. And also obviously gave me my deck back because he, he did the Tony things. Um, and usually you feel pretty hopeless when you get your deck destroyed and you uh you have a big immune board in front of you but it just goes to show that with yog now uh especially since control warrior has no other way unless you run like brawl which i'll, I'll talk about in a moment but um you know in the current in the deck list i was playing without any um destroy based removal uh it was just really big to to get that uh, eight cost tendril out to cast the whirlpool, and um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because uh, I I haven't used Yogg too much in this deck, but um, he did good for me there. Uh, I will say it's it's kind of hard to reduce Yogg because you're not really playing a ton of spells. Like you're playing spells, but it's not like Tony Druid where you're playing you know, multiple spells in a turn. Like, usually you're just playing, like, one spell a turn, maybe two. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. Maybe watch out for as, you know, this deck evolves. Maybe Yogg won't be. Druid, you'll just rip, like, five spells in a turn. Yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> should be like... It makes sense. Aquatic form, enervate, nourish for mana, two more spend. Yeah. <laughs> like, so many Yeah, it's, uh, it's... So it, it's... Like compared to a deck like that where you know they're getting Yogg reduced to zero like pretty early in the game with Control Warrior, he's not going to be cheap until pretty late in the game, usually. So, I, I like I, I just think this is a card that we're probably going to want to watch. Um, let's see what it is. Well, currently. I think I think that he's busted. I think that he's busted in when you can get him for free but like as in control warrior like playing yogg for five or six you're like happy about like you're still happy about yeah him. like it just because he's broken and uh because he's broken and um druid doesn't mean he's bad in a deck that just because you can't like cheat him out like crazy he still has like really good like statistics and stuff and he is a good card like he he's another board clear or steal their thing like he he's really good in this type of control yeah like his his played win rate is up there on i'm looking at legend on hs replay his played win rates at like he's like the fifth best um so yeah i mean uh i think like i i'm just wondering like as like people start running brawl more to deal with the druids like i just wonder like uh like i think i'll always run yog unless they like nerf him because i think it's a fun card but uh, uh i don't know if that would be like a, a candidate to like look at if we're changing cards out nah, you'd cut like you'd cut like freaking probably like a lot of other stuff first i don't I know think. it's like i look at all the cards that say gain armor and i'm like well those can't be removed but like maybe bash like i don't know like bash is like decent but like you remove bash you could um you could remove sanitize like i'd rather have like yog is because yog is versatile yeah. like if you don't want yog to be a board clear he can take like their giant taunt right you oh you would I would one million percent uh, I don't know actually from the depths I don't know I don't know I was gonna say I would a million percent rather cut Finley but Finley works really well with from the depths right 
Yeah, it, it's tough. But like to the, both of those cards statistically are like two of the worst cards in the deck, Fenley and from the depths. So like maybe that strategy is not good enough anyway. Yeah. No, I mean I feel like I I never really Finley in this deck. I just like sometimes if I have a terrible hand, like I'll play him. Uh, um, but like I normally am never in the position where I play a from the depths and what's on the bottom of my deck is better than like what i have like like usually it'll just be like oh i there was an odin down there and now I'm, I'm just gonna keep my hand and draw this six cost odin um but you know there are cases where finley comes in handy but yeah i, I don't know how that would affect I bet the deck. strategy i bet you could yeah if your hand's not great you could purposefully keep the odin down there and if your hand's not great you replace your hand with a new hand where all the cards cost two less like with finley yeah like you just keep odin down there you don't take him and then you just finley and get like all the other juicy stuff down there no that's that's honestly a good strat like that, that's what's cool about this deck there's like many approaches you can take to your game um and you know for for being like so reliant on odin to win the game it's it's actually still or ignis yeah or ignis it's like still pretty versatile so um so yeah where was i kind of just talking about how the deck plays um so the mulligan that i was i didn't i didn't really have a specific like hand that i was looking for uh it was kind of just like if i was playing against another control deck or maybe like in the mirror match i would like to see like a shield block uh just because I, I feel like the way i play it it's like shield blocks i look at as like i am fine playing these throughout the game because for your late game like when you're like post odin and you're trying to get big swings like you'll just be using your heavy plates like i definitely don't think you ever want to play your heavy plates unless you're like trying to stay alive or something um but shield block i feel like is just a good way to gain some armor um and just draw a card so i like having that in my mulligan uh just because it helps me go through my deck and gain armor um it can be really hand dependent too. Like you're like, all right, I could play this shield block, like, but if I like draw better, like other stuff, I can save it for the damage. Like you can, it's a, you can use it however you want, like depending on the situation. Like in certain matchups, you probably won't need the extra. Like if you're playing against a deck where you know you're gonna need all the damage you can get, like you probably keep shield block like for the damage aspect. But most of the times, like you're probably just chilling playing that on turn. Yeah, two. like it. Yeah, I don't know, cause like I said, like I would normally like the do it. you want to save it, you should know. Like you. Know. Yeah. Like. I mean, like I said, like I I would keep it against control because it helps me like draw more cards, but it, yes. it's also good in aggro or, or against aggro just to gain five armor and you're still drawing a card. So I I just think it's like a good keep. It's at legend. It's like the top three mulligan win rate card. Or it's like the third. It's also noticeably at legend. Look at the turn it's average played. Even though, even though yeah. it's getting mulligans so frequently. So that means it's not. It's not after eight, which means like there's a bunch of people playing this on like ten, nine or ten. But there's also a bunch of people playing this on two. But like more people are playing it on nine mm. or ten. Because, like, otherwise the number would be closer to yeah, two. Yeah, no, that's... But either way, there are still, like, it is, it goes both ways. It's situational, depending on how you want to use it. Um, and, 
I, I also really like to have the uh, stone skin armor in my mulligan. Just an, another way to draw cards. Like, I, I just like to have the card draw cards mainly in my hand. From the Depths is also, like, a card I like to have in my starting hand. Um, but the, the, those those two cards, stone skin armor and from, from the Depths, are kind of more so when I'm playing against control whereas like shield block is like kind of for both um uh i like if i get a bash like it's fine but like honestly like i'll probably like throw a bash away to try to get something better um it's like the four or it's a fifth best i don't want bash bash at my starting yeah it's like not um it's not really that great like sometimes you need the from hand damage and bash comes in really handy like in the late game uh what does it say? Yeah, this is t- the turn played is normally around turn eight, so um, that kind of checks out. Cause like, yeah, you could use it uh, to kill like a mech or something in the early game if you're against mech rogue or you know something like that. But uh, I think it it is more useful in the late game. Like uh, like I've had people give their hero divine shield and um before I do my swing turn like being able to bash that divine shield so that I can actually hit them for like 20 is very, very useful because um, bash is the only from hand damage spell you have uh, in, in your, um, or burn, I guess, if burn is the word for going face. So, um, so yeah, that that's up there according to HS Replay uh, for Legend, but that's yet again another card like we were talking about with Shield Block that's just played later in the game, so it's kind of confusing why it's being kept in the mulligan so much. Well, I guess it's only 34%. From the Depths is the highest. Like it's, it's showing 82%, which checks out. Like From the Depths uh, is just like kind of a no-brainer. Like If you get From the Depths, you probably shouldn't throw it away unless you know you're playing a deck that's like super, super aggro, but even then... It's like you could just reduce a trial by fire and and that yeah or even a sanitize yeah exactly so I, I just think that's overall a really something. good keep um so yeah that, that's pretty much it for the mulligan just like value your card draw when you're wanting to when you're playing against like especially in the mirror like you want to just try to like play your Odin before they do you want to try and um. You want to just try and like draw a lot of cards so you have a lot of things to do. Uh, and another thing to keep in mind uh, with like the control matchups um, is with Ignis, I feel like if, if you have like if you're able to make a 10 cost Ignis weapon, I think you should. Um, this is one thing and maybe Private Merc will want to touch on it a little bit that he told me like which opened up my mind. He was like, hey, a lot of people are actually just making the one-cost weapon and getting Wind Fury, because then you just play a one-cost weapon and then gain a bunch of attack and, you know, hit them for double what you gained. And that's definitely good, too. Um, like, I, I th- there's nothing wrong with that. I think uh, I've had many games against uh, the Mirror where I went and made, like, the five-cost weapon, like, I was trying to go, like, I don't know what I was re- really trying to do. I was just like, oh, I'll just make a five-cost weapon so I can, like, play it next turn and, you know, start doing stuff. But then what happens is I don't quite kill them, and they gain more armor, and I, I 
I don't kill them, obviously, with the weapon, and then they play their 10-cost Ignis weapon, and it's like, at that point, I lose. So... Yeah, like, you want, like, either the 1 or the 10. Like, it's like, if they're a deck, like, like, Hunter or Mage or, like, something like that, where you can just... Like, if you get Wind Fury, you can just kill them. Like, you just take the 1 cost. If they're a warrior and they're, like, don't have armor and they're, like, you've damaged them some, you can still just take the 1 cost. Like, if you know that you're gonna need the 10 cost, you should take the 10 cost, but otherwise... Yeah. I mean, like, some turns you can just do it all in the same turn. Like, if you have 10 mana, like, Plagueness, take a 1 cost Wind Fury, like, Heavy Plate, Shield Block, they're dead, that's 30 mm-hmm. damage. Like Yeah, so it's, so. it's pretty it's pretty situational... Um, as far as, like, Ignis goes. But, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Like, just keep that in mind when you're playing the mirror, especially. Like, you don't want to, like, go through your Ignis weapon before they've played theirs unless you know you're going to lethal them. Uh, mm. And you, you get, and if you hit Wind Fury, you can get... It is... The, and you have Heavy Plate and Shield Block. It is 30 damage. Like, you can... Like, you probably shouldn't really be taking the 10 cost against anything of it. I would say in the mirror, you probably, unless you know you can kill him that turn, like, you probably just still want to take the 10 cost. Because yeah. you might not always hit Wind Fury, but, like, generally the 1 cost is probably better. At least that's what, I mean, it just depends on the matchup. Like, if you know it's going to last several, if you know it's going to last 6 more turns, <laughs> like, you probably take the 10 cost. But if they're on the back leg and you can finish them off, like, you don't want to spend an entire turn equipping a weapon right yeah so so yeah just something to keep in mind there um and more specifically as i think i i touched on like aggro versus control like overall um i don't i don't want to leave anything out i think yeah i think i covered everything i wanted to cover as far as those two style of decks go but more specifically uh i played Tony Druid, I played a bunch against uh, Private Merc, and uh, didn't really see many on my side of the ladder, Um, but yeah, it's just a tough matchup, Uh, you just, like, I don't know, I I just feel like when you play against uh, Tony Druid, you have to either be one of the people that is running, like, Brawl, or... um, even to the front or not is it to the front or it was like what was it call to the stand um mm. uh for like disruption and if you're if you're not one of those people running those things then like you'd be like me in that one lucky game i had against private merc where i played a tendril that casted whirlpool um but other than that like once Horrible. they make their uh, jailer board it's pretty much over for you unless you're able to deal with that in some way so it so you gotta be you probably gotta be running brawls if you want to survive in a druid yeah meta. like you just gotta be running brawls. yeah that's like almost it's like a must pretty much at this like it, it, if you're gonna be playing druids like you kind of just have to at this point like if you're not playing against a bunch of druids then don't yeah but like if you're like if you're seeing druids yeah so that's that's for druid uh very hard matchup. Don't feel bad if you're losing those, but yeah, try to try feel to run bad ball. and then play druid. <laughs> God, no, we don't need more druid players. Um, uh, big paladin. That's another one I saw a little bit on ladder and uh, some from private merc. Uh, it was pretty uh, difficult to win against private merc. Uh, I I just 
would get overwhelmed a lot, uh, especially with um, just like it, it, like he would just get Kangor out and like roll me from that point on, and then there would be like I think I, I th- did I win one game I think against you where you I don't yeah, think you did. played I don't think you were able to play Kangor right away, so it was just kind of easier to win it. Uh, but like if they if they get Kangor out on five. Uh, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty rough time, but, um, on ladder people playing, uh, less optimal than private Merc. Uh, I was, I was having an easy time with those. I didn't play a whole bunch, but I was having a pretty easy time with those just cause, uh, the amount of removal in, um, control warriors is, is just, there's just so much. And they're keeping cards in their starting hand that aren't Kangor. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, they're, <laughs> they're making the mistake of not full mulliganing anything away that says Kang. That doesn't say Kang. They're not playing. Um, they're not playing the Titan not... and just making all my removal garbage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you would. But yeah. So <laughs> so that that deck. Uh, I don't know. I guess like if you're in Diamond like me, maybe it's like not that bad. But yeah. Um. You're bronze it, ten, wee wee man. Yeah, well, yeah, now I'm bronze ten. That's true. <laughs> Actually, I'm bronze eight. I'm bronze eight. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, uh, uh, I'm gold so eight. So, Mech Rogue was another one I saw a little bit of, um, but I thought it was a pretty easy matchup as well. Just another one where, um, your Blade Storms come in really handy. Bash came in pretty handy, uh, and. Yeah, for like that kind of deck, that's where you do want to kind of value your removal spells more in the mulligan. Uh, just because if you're able to just remove those like first, uh, you know, initial minions they're trying to make, like the game becomes very hard for them. And then eventually you'll have your more expensive spells. You'll you'll have your trial by fire, which is really good um, against mech rogue. So, uh, yeah, that was that was Mech Rogue. I just played some Shadow Priest as another one that I got to experience uh, the the top legend Private Merc play a little bit. And as always, this deck just has that burst damage uh, with Undeath and uh, what is that spell? Like deal two, and if it dies, deal three to the enemy hero. Uh, just just Something stuff like that. Rat Mind Rand. Is that what it is? Not my. It's I don't not my. No, I have no clue. Um, oh, mind seer. Mm, yeah, mind seer, and uh, there's the uh, <laughs> the one that's like ha, ah, new pet or whatever. I forget her name. The uh, necromancer. Yeah, something necromancer. Rotting necromancer. Yeah, stuff like that. Like it just. You just, with this matchup, like, you just have to do the same things you would do with any other aggro deck, just, like, clearing their board. But you also want to make sure you're gaining armor if you need to, to, like, stay out of lethal range, which can be tricky to to determine, um, like, with this deck. Like, trying to predict, like, what they could possibly have that would just go straight to your face and kill you. So just just try to keep your, your life total slash armor total up in that matchup and you should be good um and then like i already touched on uh with the mirror uh it really just comes down to like who can get odin out first and just 
having huge value plays where you're just able to reduce a bunch of stuff with uh from the depths like a, a bunch of valuable cards like like not your one and two cost cards but like your expensive cards and getting those to be cheaper that really helps in the mirror um and like i said with ignis you just kind of got to think about like you know okay like if i can lethal them this turn like i should make the one cost or if i can lethal them next turn maybe um, but you never know how much armor they're going to gain on their turn. So they could just go out of lethal range. So you just you want to be careful when you're making your Ignis weapon. Because, like I said, if you, you know, go through yours and you don't have Ignis anymore and then they make their weapon, um, that's kind of scary for you. So just keep that in mind. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I didn't see very, very many other decks, like, uh, I think I played some Warlock, but it's been easy. Also, I didn't write this down, but I played some Plague DKs, and uh, Plague DK is kind of rough, to be honest. Uh, I feel like with that matchup, you just kind of got to be fast, because the longer you're in the game, the more plagues you're going to be drawing, and uh, it just gets hard at that point. Like I, I've been losing to Plague DKs just because they're able to shuffle so many plagues into my deck and then you know also play Helia really early and then I'm just not able to play the game when I draw the frost one you know or I, I literally lost today because uh, I was left at uh, one health they could get me down to one health on uh, on board with their weapon and then I drew the uh, the blood uh, the blood plague and died so that was fun but yeah but um but yeah, just just uh, just play this deck pretty much like you would any other control deck, and that's like my advice. Just remove their stuff, and then just just play Odin, and you're good to go. Um, it's obviously a lot harder than that, but yeah, I feel like this deck is pretty straightforward. Um, but it's also versatile in the way that you can, you know, like we were talking about earlier, use your um, Finley, and you're from the depths, and do a bunch of crazy stuff with you know kind of just mana cheating in a way so uh yeah i think unless you have any questions about control warrior that's all i want to say yeah how does it feel to play against tony druid does not feel good <laughs> <laughs> tony druid or should i say fun druid or should i say tier zero druid <laughs> <laughs> should i say broken druid broken all right good. so what is this deck that literally has no losing matchups trying to do so you like break the game into three sections right in the early game you're looking to ramp like like like, like a madman like the best card to have in your starting hand is embrace of nature and um like forge the embrace on two use it on three and then potentially if you're running a gift build if you are or you aren't maybe you are maybe you aren't whatever running a gift build you could like also reduce your hand that turn and then get to a point like play your forged nourish or your embraced nourish to gain two mana draw three cards and then once you're in the mid game you have like your 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 frost lotus seedlings have blossomed and you've drawn your rakes and your bounces your pounces and you can just like massively just draw through your entire deck like in, in combination as well with Solar Eclipse. Like, you can Solar Eclipse one of your Blossoms for, to draw four. You can even Solar Eclipse spread the word if you really need to to draw four. Just, like, you just massive cycle through your deck until you get to the point where you can just 
slam down Jailer with a Nubricon combo if necessary. Either just play Jailer and then play Tony on the same turn with a Nubricon if it's a deck that you just know can't do anything about it. Or just play, like, if it's a deck where, like, they could clear your board, you're going to want to, like, a Noob Jailer there deck. Like, Tony Jailer there deck. Yeah. If you know that it's like they got Whirlpool or Shadow Word Ruin or something like that that can make them get their deck back. You just want to make sure you're aware of what they're able to do. And yeah, it's just uh, stupid. <laughs> like, you just can do it, like, way too early. Like, <laughs> you can just blow their deck up before they're even able to play Odin and then laugh at them. Really? <laughs> like, just so horrible. Um, yeah, and also, like... You're, yeah, you have that late game unanswerable board. You also just have Yogg for zero, like, whenever you feel like it, bro. Like, you can just... Because, like, you just actually it's so cheap so fast. Right. And in combination with Enervy, with Aquatic Form, with Embrace of Nature, Lifebinder's Gift Reductions, like, it's just... He just gets so cheap so quick. And then if they somehow aren't dead and they've cleared your board a bunch of times, you just have Ignis, Ignis and can just make a giant weapon oh they keep clearing your board make summon eight costs and then then watch them clear that like oh they just need a little more damage like just burn them down with like wind fury pounce pounce rate if you <laughs> like or maybe you're if you up? solar eclipse something does that also like is that extra cast uh decrease yog because it says um, Yogg says if you've cast or for each spell you've cast. If you if you've cast, I think Solar Eclipse makes that second cast. I believe. Okay. What is so would consider? I, I wouldn't consider I you casting. So. Okay. Just want just want to make sure. I could be wrong. I'm not entirely sure. Actually, that you've cast. I would guess no. I would guess no. Okay. Overall, yeah, Tony Drew just dumb. Even counter decks that try to counter it, like, get close to that 50-50. When they're, like, heavily teched, <laughs> like, to very specifically beat nothing but Tony Drew, then, like, they got a 50-50. <laughs> and it's like, alright, so what cards are cool in this deck? Um, getting to use the Titan is cool. She's Diamond, so I'm here for that. And she's cool. Like, I've healed myself at, like, two life before. I've... I mean, a lot of times, if you know they don't have board clear, you just play her before you do your fat Anubricon turn, and then you you get a 5-7 and a 5-5 five five in addition to it. Like, she's just pretty fun. I'm glad she's finally viable. I'm sad it's in, this, I'm sad it's in a deck that's going to get deleted from Hearthstone. But And, like, Yogg. Yogg, he's so fun. He's the new Titan. He's, he's so cool. But he's just, like, he's busted in the sense that you can just do your whole Druid thing. Like, draw your entire deck in one turn. Like, reduce every, do ever or draw your entire deck, or, like, do Jailer, Tony, A&R stuff, and then at the end of it, be like, alright, now that I played all of those, I'm gonna yog and also clear your entire board. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's like, oh my goodness. Um, is there a general hand you want? Yeah, Embrace of Nature, that's the general hand you want. Like, you always want Embrace of Nature, and it's debatable, like, there's some debate over whether or not to run Lifebinder's Gift, because of the potential of hitting, um, of hitting Lifebinder's Gift with Embrace of Nature. I run one Lifebinder's Gift, I'll probably cut it. I haven't really played a lot without it. Um, I just think, like, it's the downside if you only run one and two Nourish. Like, I always keep Gift in my starting hand when I get it, because then it's like I'm not gonna ever draw that off Embrace. And also, if you do just get the nuts, and you get Lifebinder's Gift, and you also have... 
you have the Nourish and you have the Solar Eclipse in your hand. You reduce those both, one mana Solar Eclipse, four mana Nourish. You can get that out as early, you can double that as early as turn five, or if you have Coin or Innervate as early as turn four. It's like, it's kind of hard to pass that up yeah. without. Um, and so yeah, Gift, Embrace of Nature. Embrace of Nature is like number one, like that's what you want. Um, Life Binding's Gift is good. Frost Lotus Seedling and Aquatic Form are pretty good. And Aquatic Form in particular, you want to be very, like, aware when you play that. Like, you want to, like... Like, I'll, I'll play it a lot on turn two, because I'm like, alright, here I really want to... I don't have my Embrace. Or, like, I don't have the Gift and I do have the Embrace. So it's like, before I forge this Embrace... Or you can do that on three, I guess. But, like, before you forge this and play this em uh, Embrace of Nature, I'm going to check my bottom real quick for my Life Binder's Gift. And if it's there, I'll take it. So I'm for sure going to get get the Nourish off the Embrace of Nature. It's just good to keep an eye on all the cards that are still left in your deck so that you can play Aquatic Form at a point where, like, all right, I'm going to, like, probably get something I'm able to draw so I can keep Cyclone through my deck, but also something that I want. Like, I don't really want to take Pounce off the bottom of my deck with, like, Aquatic Form. Like, I'm not really happy about that. So you just got to keep that in mind and, like, plan accordingly. Um, you can potentially keep Rake and Pounce if you have Spread and the Ward in your hand. Like, Rake and Pounce are considered good keeps statistically, especially against Aggro, I could imagine. I, like, don't keep them, though. Like, statistically, you should, but I don't want Rake or Pounce. Like, I want Embrace of Nature so I can be at 10 mana. Yeah. Like, I... So, I don't really keep them, but if you're losing to Aggro a lot, you can't seem to, like, get over that hill, where, like, once you get over the hill, like, you're, you're they're not able to take you off it with this deck, like... If you, if you can't find yourself getting there, you're getting burned out too early, like, keep Pounce and keep Rake. Like, they'll help you out in the early game. So, matchups. Play DK. If they get Helia on four, it's bad because you are the type of deck that wants to draw through your whole deck. But it's also, like, not unwinnable. Like, if you have the... the if you can find the pieces you need to do your Jailer stuff. And also, you can get such fat armor gain. Like, Solar Eclipse Blossom... To draw four, gain twenty armor is just ridiculous. Like that's that uh, that combo on its own draws four and soaks ten plagues itself. Like that just soaks ten plagues. So like you can still get there as long as they aren't going absolutely insane and as long as you aren't. Like don't play an aquatic form on one. See that jailer and uh, Tony are down there. See it's plague decay and be like I'm gonna take the innervate because I can draw it. Like no, like you're gonna. If you see them both down there, even though it's going to cost you a draw, you got to take either the Tony or the Jailer because you're not you're going to have to draw through your whole deck to get that right. right. So, um, but I don't know how that works actually. Now that I mention it, when the plagues go in, does your whole deck get shuffled? Because it says shuffle two plagues in. It might just shuffle your whole deck. So actually, I guess it doesn't really matter. So never mind. You don't have to really be that careful with aquatic form. I always thought that it um, just I've just like like put the plagues in like random spots in your deck it could put them there though so i think it would have to shuffle because it could put them like where that card was oh yeah so i guess it would shuffle around a little and it does use the word shuffle like it says shuffle two plagues and into shuffle a card into a deck i feel like you have to shuffle the whole thing right um uh, control warrior i mean i just feel bad for him you know like yeah <laughs> <laughs> pretty you literally can gain more armor than them while drawing your whole deck and then you make an unanswerable board i have not played much since refinement has been happening with like i played a ton last week but with like 
uh, Call to the Stand and Brawls. I haven't really been playing against that stuff, so I can definitely see how if you went all in and you were a silly little willy and you went like, ENR, Refresh My Mana, Anubricon, Jailer, Tony, and then they're like, okay, you just played every single card, and then they brawl, like, yeah, like, you're gonna, that feels bad, but, like, don't do that, like, just play, like, Anubricon, Jailer, or Anubricon, I don't know, don't do the ENR, too, like, you might have to just Anubricon, you're probably gonna have to Anubricon, Tony, Jailer, their deck. Because, like, you know, they got more clears. But, like, if you do that, they're probably done. As long as you have a few more threats. Like, as long as you got, like, a... You get, like, a Yogg and you get, like, a... Keep an ENR. Just don't go all in. Don't, like, ENR, Anubricon, Jailer, Tony, Yogg. Like, don't be silly. Like... Yeah. Don't gotta do that. Uh, Warlock... I mean, it feels bad when they Sargeras you, but you're able to be faster. I only played one, one Warlock and I lost. And it's because I wasn't able to ramp fast. And they were able to just... Uh, get out Sargeras, and once they got out Sargeras, it was like, I actually played two Warlocks, but the one that I lost to, um, yeah, it's just, if they get out Sargeras, it's really hard to do much, especially since they can just save the suck, it. like, they can suck your, your Jailer board, too, into the portal, so. Yeah. Were they, were they, and were last... you playing against Warlock when, like, pre-nerf? I forget if... Like pre nerf. Yeah, pre nerf was fine because Gadget Sam Bill just went Wind Fury Weapon Face. Mm. Like you won those. Okay, but yeah, I could see. I mean, like that. I mean, even a turn six Sargeras, like that is like just in time. Like I feel like, unless like I don't know, like if you make your fat board like on turn five or whatever. Yeah, if you got the nuts. Yeah, if you got the nuts. Is the druid right? Um, and then lastly, the mirror. Slot machine simulator. <laughs> Get Embrace of Nature, Forge, and you win. Um, if you both get the nuts and you both get Embrace and you both Forge and you both Nourish, you just want to get Jailer Tony out the fastest. Um, if you can get Jailer out, like, before they're able to get Jailer out, it's pretty, like, nothing they can do about it matters. There's not a card in there that can do anything. They can't even yog to take your stuff because your stuff can't be targeted. They can't yog and make your stuff fight. Your stuff all fights and says, haha, we all took zero damage. <laughs> and, like, it, um, if you can get Jailer out first, even if they do it the following turn, as long as you're not really behind in the face, like, as long as you don't have way less health, you can just go face, right? Like, you can just go face and, like, you get to go face first with at least, like, probably around 20 damage so yeah you should be okay um give me give me some and you're you're burning you're burning tony druid questions i know you have so many mm, i don't even know like it's it just seems busted like i don't i don't know what to really ask about it to be honest like i, I guess what was your toughest matchup overall um like uh, out of out of all the decks you played, um, was it what is it was it literally just the mirror? I guess like Plague DK kind of if they I, Plague DK if they have Hellia on turn four is the hardest. Is that happening a lot to you or? Not a lot, but enough that I was like, okay, bro. Can you guys not have Hellia on turn four? They <laughs> had Hellia on turn four more than they should have. <laughs> I'll say that. But, yeah. Um, fun deck. Fun deck that needs to get nerfed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. 
Like I, I feel like it, they shouldn't, they shouldn't kill it, but they should probably oh, tone no, they it back have a to. little bit. Like it's because druids and uh, druids and mystery, druids and fun land, where it's either tier S or tier five. <laughs> it's like yeah, or drum druid. Drum druid was fine, but like any ramp druid, it's either like Zok nonsense. But Zok was fine. I didn't have a problem with Zok. This is worse than Zok. This deletes your opponent's deck. Zok was like, all right, here's thirty health of taunts. Mm-hmm. It's like at least that you can like you can board clear and still get your deck and still have your deck. Right, but. Zav, this is this is horrible. But um, all right. If you don't have any more questions, I guess I'll beat you with Tony. Drew. I mean, you probably will, but maybe I can maybe <laughs> I can impress our our listeners right now live yeah, on so air. If you do, we're not. I'm not editing this, and I'm not posting <laughs> it. So. All right. Good luck to all you. All right. Good man. luck. All right. Embrace of nature. Let's go. Oh, hope we get an anomaly. That would be kind of fun. No anomaly. I get aquatic form Tony Pounce, and I'm going first. I guess I keep aquatic form, right? Like I said. Um, probably just aquatic form. And I get back Solar Eclipse Lasher. That's a pretty bad hand. I guess we'll play the aquatic form on turn two. Oh gosh, I draw a Nourish. So we're off to a not fantastic start. Alright, so if I aquatic form on turn two, there's a decent amount of cards I can draw. I guess we'll see what I get, but. He Fenley's on one. He is the biggest man I've ever seen. He didn't want the coin. I draw a rake. I guess I will. I'll aquatic form. I see aquatic form, life binder's gift, and rake. Hmm. I mean, I can take the Life Binder's Gift and reduce. I can always do that next turn, though. And I can take the Aquatic Form. I'll just take the Aquatic Form. I mean, there's no reason not to take the Aquatic Form. And I see Life Binder's Gift, Pounce, Rake. Alright, I'll take the Life Binder's Gift. And... I'll wait, because there's nothing I need to do next turn. And if I draw another spell, I can Life Binder's Gift it. So, I'll just wait a turn. I draw, I'll spread the word, uh, and now a life binder's gift. I reduce. I mean, I could nourish for mana here, and then like rake solar eclipse, spread the word. It only draws four, but that's still four. I mean, we kind of do want to draw here, unfortunately. He from the depths. So that would be cards from his starting hand. It wouldn't be the coin though. I think the coin would get shuffled too many away, but. Interesting play here. I get an Ignis. So I am going to Akisai Nourish. That puts me to two mana. And then I could rake Solar Eclipse, spread the word. I'm going to do that. I get spread the word. Anubricon, Frost Lotus Seedling, Innervate. And I guess I'll kill his Finley. Still no, uh, no embrace. That sucks. 17 in deck, no embrace. He hero powers. Plays a stone skin armor. Alright. He forges. Stone skin armor, hero power, forge. I draw chitinous plating, not great. I will just spread the word without hero power. So I spread the word. I draw frost lotus seeding, embrace. Nice. Okay, nice. So I'll 
play the Lasher, or do I just forge, embrace, forge? I force him. I forge and play embrace. I don't want to play stuff that he can trial by fire that that much, really. Finally got the embrace with 13 cards left in my deck. Um, Alright, he bridge rifts. So, I'm gonna... Ooh, Hydro Solar Eclipse. I don't think there's a world where I can Solar Eclipse the Nourish here. So I'll, mm, I'll enervate Nourish, or I'll, I'll Plating Nourish is what I'll do. So Plating Nourish puts me up to three. Then I can Lasher Yog. I think I Lasher Yog here. Lasher Yog have all his stuff. Fight. Ooh, I don't really want to Yog. I'll Lasher. Ignis, actually. Because I went trial by fire here going into six, probably. So take the 10 cost, take the wind fury, take the gain eight armor. He plays a bastion in my face. He doesn't want me to have armor. I might just play the great mace, honestly. If he's just bastion going face with. Oh, he didn't. So it was Chorus Riff and then Verse Riffs to finale the Chorus Riff. So he really wants to make sure he has Odin. So I'm going to play the Runic Great Mace. Yeah. I'll kill his 2-4 Taunt. And then I'll go face. And I, oh, I get so much armor and just have Wind Fury weapon now. It's disgusting. It's literally just not fair. Oh, I could do some disgusting stuff here. I could, like, a Nubricon, Lasher, Eclipse, Blossom, and then if I draw Jailer, I could Jailer. That's kind of disgusting. I'm going to have to do that because of how gross that is. So I'll Nubricon, Lasher, which refreshes my mana because the Lasher costs armor. And then I can Solar Eclipse, Frost Lotus, and that will guarantee drawing my Jailer because we know Jailer's not my bottom card. Just play ENR to refresh. I'll play ENR. Jailer. Or ENR. Hmm, I did that in the wrong order, I think. ENR Jailer. Refresh my mana crystals for Jailer. Either way, I destroyed his deck and I've got uh, 40 armor. And a jailer, Tony five 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 seven three three seven seven, all with immune. But he has eight mana, so he could play. Um, he could play Odin if he wanted to. I did not destroy Odin. It actually shows all the cards that get destroyed. He enervates. Yes. He shield blocks. No, don't take my rakes. He pounces. Bridge riff. So, we are very unfavored right now, but it's still possible, and that's all that matters. So, we drew a Trial by Fire, two Bellowing Flames, and a Yogg-Saron. We're going to throw all of that in the trash, and we're going second, by the way, which I don't know how I feel about that. So, we drew a Heavy Plate. A uh, Sir Finley, a Sanitize, a Stone Skin Armor. He insta passes, and I think I'm literally going to. 
I think I'm going to Sir Finley actually because all of these cards like Blades. I just drew a Blade Storm. Like Stone Skin Armor was good, but. If my best play is turn four, gain armor and stone skin armor, I do not want to keep that hand. Um, so from the bottom, we got two bridge rifts, a from the depths, an ignis, and a verse riff. So we're not looking too bad. Um, I'm liking the from the depths, even though I literally know it's down there because it was just in my hand. <laughs> but uh, we could reduce that trial of fire or trial by fire, uh, which. I mean, the sad thing is, is it's not really helping us do what we need to do, which is play Odin as quick as we can. Um, but I don't know. I I, I feel kind of like a loser right now because I'm not running Brawl, and that's like that's like what you probably should be doing if you're playing against Druid, or that's certainly what you should be doing if you're playing against Druid. Um, but. I just have not changed my deck list since I started playing this. Um, but yeah, I definitely advise you run Brawl. Because um, right now, my only way of like surviving after he does Jailer stuff is playing Yogg and getting a bunch of tentacles and or tendrils and, um, you know, just that stuff. Uh so my trial of fire wasn't even uh one of the bottom three, sadly, which begs the question how they go down there, which is that's kind of dumb. I guess the card to your right when you play Sir Finley is the one that's at the very bottom, and then it goes from right to left. I thought it would have gone left to right, so I thought trial trial by fire would have for sure been there. But uh, we take the stone skin armor instead. Uh, I guess a zero cost stone skin armor is fine. At least we get to draw through our deck a little bit. Um, so he's killing my Surf Finley, it looks like. And playing Spread the Word. Not doing too scary of stuff at the moment. Um, it's really unfortunate how this is going though so far it's not going so great um i guess we'll forge a bellowing flames to activate our ignis the two cards we drew were a bellowing flames and a bash off the stone skin armor um but yeah this is the thing like yogs in my hand and he's still 14 cost like it just like, ugh. like he's good, but it just sucks that he can't come online quicker. Especially because Private Merc is like one turn away from being able to do Jailer stuff, and I'm not even close to having an answer for it. Um, and the proactive answer would have been to just get lucky and have a have Odin on the bottom of my deck when I played that. Um, from the depths, but and that wasn't the case. So I'm just going to bridge riff here since I have five mana. And next turn, uh, we could bridge riff into verse riff if we really wanted to. I mean, we have our chorus riff, um, too, that we could play. Um, so we could, like, I guess we could go 
that route. I feel like that that might be the better play just so we can get our cards in our hands. Or, or I don't know. Maybe I should just play as many spells as I can if I'm really being reliant on Yogg here to survive. I feel kind of silly because I'm just trying to do the same thing I did. Um, I'm trying to do the same thing I did in like a previous game, and it's it's probably not going to work because I barely won that game. So, um, so yeah, he plays Contaminated Lasher and Ignis. Um, so that's kind of scary. Um, I feel like we could go bash to the face and we'll play play a chorus riff and that gives us a 5-5 five, five stone skin armor and then I'll play a verse riff draw another one and that gives us an 11-11 Odin we're currently at 38 life if we include the armor he's at 20 life He's playing the Runic Great Mace. Still hasn't done Jailer stuff, thankfully. But he is going to be summoning 8-8s. Um, or never mind, he's gaining 8 armor. Okay. Um, okay, I think I'm going to start by gaining 2 armor, and then I'll play Stone Skin Armor. That puts me at 10 cards in my hand. Um, why do I feel like I'm just dead next turn? I guess I'll just play my, um, uh, from the depths that I drew and I'll take a one cost sanitize from the bottom that could come in handy. Maybe I I'm just, yeah, here comes a Nubricon contaminated lasher. Solar Eclipse. Frost Lotus Bloom to gain 20 armor. That's amazing. He's he's literally just putting himself at such an insane... Uh, oh, man. And now he's playing ENR. And then he's probably going to Jailer, I'm guessing. Is he going to Jailer here? He's only got three cards in his deck. Yeah, he's going to Jailer. Okay, so he Jailers... Um, hmm. So, what does he have on board? He has 24, 27, 34 damage. He's he's chatting to me to play Odin right now. I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, I think the only way... Ugh, yeah, I think I just die here. Um, I really wish I could play the freaking tentacles this turn but you know i don't know i guess let, let's 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 just try to get to that point so i'm gonna play an innervate that i drew from his deck and i guess i'll shield block play a pounce um you gain two more armor i don't think I'll be able to survive that. Let's see. I have one, three, four taunt, and I'm at thirty. I'm at exactly thirty-four. Um, 
I'm at exactly 34. Oh, and he's got silence anyways, so we lose those. Uh, just like Poison Rogue. <laughs> Reminds me of old times. I was muted. <laughs> I was I was just saying, I had, I had the horrible hand that game. Damn. You had Odin in your hand. You can't fool me. I, know, I said play Odin and you didn't. I know you had it. I know you did. Yeah, I was just dead. I was just gonna try and see if I could like gain enough to like stay alive, like I did the one time, and then play Yogg and somehow oh. win. But I also was saying how like it was just silly that I didn't have Brawl in my deck. I just didn't like, I didn't add that card yet. So, Dang. but yeah, you should definitely be running Brawl if you're playing Druid, um, because that definitely increases your odds of winning. So overall, discuss our mistakes. We made this game. We man decided to not play Tony Druid while it's still in standard. Um, <laughs> that <was a> true. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I definitely probably didn't play like optimally. I guess. But, the Fenley uh, play was interesting. I don't know what was in your hand or what was on the bottom, but I did not expect it. Yeah, it felt bad like throwing the coin down there, but. I I literally had I had like trial by fire like bellowing flames, oh. uh, and then I had a stone skin armor. Like my best play with that hand was like a turn four gain armor and play a stone skin armor, which I wasn't really about that. Yeah, that and checks then, out that you wouldn't want to be about that against the druid that's going to be playing jailer on turn four. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, dude, when I when I did the uh, when I did the from the depths after I after I did the uh, Finley, and I was like, oh boy, there was, a, there was a trial by fire on the far left of my hand, so like that's going to get reduced, and I'm going to grab that. And then, apparently, it goes, it goes right, right to, to left. left. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't I literally I didn't was playing around it. it. I was I actually, you know, you know, if you, I was playing around it. I was like trying not to, like, I had Lashers and stuff, and I was like, I want to play these Lashers, but like, I know he would have, he, well, he probably finley to get trial by fire before I literally said that. <laughs> God. Yeah, no, that, that that was actually smart then. Because I was yeah. going to do that, just to get some just to get some guys out there and do some damage, but then you just gain 40 armor anyway, so. <laughs> then I equipped the 10 cost weapon when you had 6 mana. Yeah, exactly. Have you tried being it's Druid? A, no, not yet, not yet. Yeah, I would recommend it. Warrior can't equip 10 mana weapons on turn 6. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, thank you listeners for listening. Uh, look forward to our website from our amazing co-host, Wee Wee Man. Um, follow us on yes. freaking social media, on Twitter, at Private yes. Merc, and hit if, me up and make me play Hearthstone with you. Yes, if you... If 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 I if I get like one follower, I, I I think I'm literally still at like zero followers. Like from give from the podcast, his follower. <laughs> add him and tell him. Literally, if it's even one person that adds him and just tells him to play Druid, like do it. <laughs> yeah, no, just do it. Because I, I was gonna say, like, if I get at least one follower, I will actually start making posts. It's very difficult right now to like make posts when like it's just kind of going out to nowhere. I know that's how social media works, though. Like, I just need to do it. Because obviously no one wants to follow someone who's like act, like not making posts ever. Um, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll try to get better to be at noticed. that. And yeah, I want to. Because yeah, too. That's another thing. Like I can keep everyone more updated like through Twitter or X, I guess. Like I can, can like make updates <laughs> on like, how how the website's doing and like kind of just like let everyone know. Like once uh, once it's all set up, I can like provide the you know the link to it and 
Yeah, it's going to be cool. There's going to be it's going to kind of just show our uh progress with whatever decks we're playing through the week and track our win rates and then we're going to we're going to be putting some of our like notes that we take um through our games on there as well. So you'll be able to kind of like read what we're doing throughout the week and um you know, as, as time goes on, hopefully add more features to it, but yeah, I'm super excited for it, so Yes, yeah, so look forward to that. And thank you, as always, for listening. This is Private Merc signing off. Yes. Good night. Good night, folks.